Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. I am your host, DC, and the goal of today's podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie, TV news, and even some comic book stuff as well. In this episode, I'm going to talk mostly about things that happened during the week of February 5th. So, of course, thumbs up, thumbs down is the first thing we start off with. Um, the first subject is news. So, basically, Bad Boys 3 is having some trouble. You could say very, very big trouble. It's been delayed by about 10 months, roughly. Um, and even Part 4 is even knocked off the whole screen. So, if you looked on the Twitter... <laughs> the Twitter... <laughs> Uh, Exhibitor Relations basically mentioned that Sony's um, Bad Boy for Life, um, um, hilarious title, by the way, is not going to be running out on November 9th instead of January 12th of 2018, which, now that's crazy, really is crazy. And then Bad Boys 4 is like, oh, we'll probably get to it, who knows? It's It's a very bad thing when you hear things get pushed back and even... The movie afterwards get pushed back even more. This movie's been struggling to get off the ground for some for quite some time now. Um, I don't know when it's going to come up. Maybe it might come up in 2019. Who knows? By the time then, you might as well have it where um, Mike Lowry and Marcus Garnett. I believe that's his last name in the movie. Where they both have children. Well, actually... Marcus has children, where Mike has a child, and their children become cops and be buddies and whatnot. They must have that, because by the time this movie comes out, both Martin Lawrence and Will Smith will be kind of old, and it'll fall into the lines of, like, lethal weapon. But instead of being, like, a quirky team, it'll be like, oh, you two guys will be joking around a little bit. You know, I'm too old for this. So hopefully that doesn't happen. So... Eventually, this movie will come off the ground, and someone will actually film it, maybe, or they could just scrap it, the whole thing, which I'm okay with, because when it comes down to it, Bad Boys was a good franchise, part one and part two. It would be nice to see a part three, but if we want to have two parts to it, it's fine, because the way I left off part two, it was, it was good enough. There's, there's not much you could do besides add on my antics, more gun stuff, and then more explosions, you know. Especially with Michael Bay. I think Michael Bay made it great. It's kind of hard to say that just because, you know, Michael Bay is Michael Bay. But for this franchise, it's doing well. It's, it needs bang, bang, shoot em up explosions to make it seem like a great action movie. It just uh, That's how it is, unfortunately. So, yep, that one there. I give a thumbs down. I, I don't like to hear that kind of news, but it's unfortunate and it was bound to happen. So, next thing up here is... The Batman script. So, basically what's happening, this script here is getting a complete rewrite. So, Chris Terrio wrote a script with um, Ben Affleck, I believe, and then that one's getting changed to something else. I I believe there's a whole lot of things going on in the background, and then Ben Affleck is no longer the director for that too. So, that's adding with the whole kind of mystery of this whole movie. I I wonder what's going to be the end product for this whole thing. Hopefully it's, it'll come out and it'll be great. Right now it's not looking too sunny for the whole, um, DCEU, um, cinematic universe right now. But I can say this though, 
a screen rewrite could be a good thing. Because from what I've heard, the Joker was originally in that first script, which for me, Jared Leto was okay. But if you take him out and put someone else in there, I'm fine with that. I am perfectly fine. I still want to see um, Deathstroke. If you want to put him back in there, that'd be awesome. Because, you know, Joe seems like he'll be a good Deathstroke. So I, I wouldn't mind that. But if you put the Joker in there, I'll take him out. Put him in, like, the second Batman movie. You can make the second Batman movie a uh, flashback and do all that good stuff right there. But for this one here, I wanted to be Deathstroke, Sword, Sword, Batman using the ninja skills. It's going to be quite a bit of action going on. I hope, hopefully that holds up well. For me, I'm okay with it being a rewrite completely. Because when it comes down to it, if your script sucks, then your move's going to suck. And we need a great Batman. We don't need a Batman that's rushed out there. We don't need a Batman where it's it feels kind of crappy of sorts. Because when, when it comes down to it... Everyone's looking at DC now to actually perform. And the fact that Jeff Johns is now like the the Kevin Feige of the world. So I want to see his rendition with it, plus another team, and probably a, a fresh new start. Because they, they definitely need something that works well and doesn't seem seem too, too crazy. I'm going to be honest. So this one, thumbs up. Crazy enough, I say thumbs up just because I feel hopeful for the future of the DCEU. Um, this sounds kind of crazy, but still yet, I would like to see, again, I would like to see Matt Reeves take over as the director, still see Ben Affleck as Batman, and then add, um, still see um, Joe as Deathstroke, and probably add in some kind of feature where Deathstroke's the main villain, and then add in a couple other things here and there. But we don't need Joker to be the main villain. Because that was done back in Dark Knight. And I'm okay with that. I'd rather switch off to another villain. I think now these days we're too concentrated on doing the main storylines. Where it's like, oh, Batman versus Joker. Or Batman versus Two-Face. Or Batman versus the Riddler. They have so many other people they could tap into. And the Deathstroke has never been on the big screen for this Batman universe. So I would like to see him there. I'd like to see him use other villains in his rogues gallery. Because let's be honest. Batman has a lot of people he could pick from. So you don't need to concentrate only on the Joker. As your main villain. Take him out. Especially because he hasn't been working the last two movies that you had him in. Take him out. And then put him into. The actual. Something else. I'm not sure. Kind of blanked on that one. But no, uh, yeah. Um, next up, we have images. Um, this two, well, actually not two. There's a couple of images for the new Jaegers for Pacific Rim Uprising. So if you look on the actual website and you see a couple of images, there's um, Jaegers from quite a couple of um, places. So the first one is China, then Russia, then Australia, then USA. So, let's go bottom-up first. So, when I'm looking at the actual USA one, it looks kind of weird. It really does. Because that one looks like a, a straight-up Gundam slash Power Rangers getup. And it's, um, it's called Gypsy Danger. It looks kind of nice. It really does. I, I don't see it being 
all too functional. It looks weird from concept pictures, but for like an animated universe, it looks amazing. Um, that's just my thought about it. That one, I give thumbs up for that one. The second one here is the Striker Eureka from Australia. This one looks, this one looks gangster. It really does. It has two blades on his hands, um, and both hands have blades on it. It just, it looks crazy. This one thumbs up. It looks like this one will be a great problem for any other country it comes in to play with. It looks very, very strong. You can see stats on the bottom for this one picture here. Uh, this Jaeger looks impressive. It really does. I'll be surprised if this Jaeger gets taken down quickly. Because with those blades and then it doesn't look too clunky. So it looks like it could move around quite easily. So it looks like it's something where you'll do some damage and you'll come out looking pretty cool doing it. So next one is um, Chirano Alpha. Or Chirano Alpha. Yeah, that's what it is. This is from Russia. I can be honest. Thumbs down on this one. It looks big and clunky. And it looks like it has a lot of power. But all in all, it looks like it's very stiff. And if you get behind it, or you could move around quite quickly around it, you could get around everything for this Jaeger. It looks big. The top part of it looks like a a, a big hat, like dome-like thing. It looks, it looks weird. It looks... Like, it's built nothing for power, or only for power, actually, and no kind of mobility at all. So, when you see this Jaeger, you're like, oh, it's, it looks like it'd be strong, but get around his back, it's a wrap for it. So, for me, thumbs down. I don't like that kind of look. I like a, a mix between both of them. Um, the final one here is from China, which is the Crimson Typhoon. This one, it mixes the... The U United States one with the um, Russia one a little bit. It looks a little bulky on top, but it has a little midsection that's not too big. And his hands look like it spins a little bit. So it looks like it's very functional, but at the same time imposing. So for this one, it, it merges both of the good worlds with this. And I can see it doing quite a bit of damage while still hitting the speed factor so you can't get around it so quickly and so easily and it could counter you quite quickly that's what it looks like so for me thumbs up for that one uh, i'm very impressed by those new jaegers that comes out for this pacific rim uprising and i can't wait to see this movie i really can't the first one had some impressive jaegers except for i believe one country where it looked a little weird because it was very very clunky but i guess each and every um, Pacific Rim will have that one clunky Jaeger where you're like, oh, this one will get defeated quite easily and no hold any kind of, you know, danger to it. So who, who knows? But I do like the ones that I see so far. Next up is um, Alicia Vikander. She's the new um, Laura Croft. So there's some images out for her and her doing some action stuff. So for me, I give this one a thumbs up as well. When you see these pictures, there's a lot of action sets where she's on the the wire and she's actually doing like climbing, um, bending down, doing like a little running sequence. It looks kind of cool. It really does. And she's climbing in a few of them as well. It makes you look and feel like the new Laura Croft video game that's coming out right now. So for me, that's a good thing because the Laura Croft 
video game, the new um, rendition of it. It looks very clean cut. There's no more skimpy outfits for her. It's more or less like, all right, she's long pants on. She has um, a tank top, but that's for breathability. Um, it looks good. really does. It's to the point where she looks badass and she looks like she'll kick your butt and also find you some gold treasure or some kind of um, artifact that's never been seen before and for a long, long time. So for me, yeah, this is a thumbs up. It looks amazing. I, I kind of want to see more of this. I would like to see a trailer soon and see exactly how it looks like. If they make the trailer look exactly like the, the video game, then that will be amazing. Because when it comes down to it, that video game trailer that for the video game, huh, of course, uh, looks amazing. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, new Laura Croft. What's, what's happening with this? It, it looks amazing. Um, go look at it now. It's a video game trailer for Laura Croft. And it's in the ice. And she jumps from one side to the other side. It looks amazing. I Hopefully this one is the same. So they shoot it in the same kind of light where it's like an action parkour kind of thing. And you, you could do nothing wrong with it. Um, there's only ways to go up from here. The last Laura Cross movies has been pretty good. Um, and didn't really disappoint too much. So this is going to be an upside to it. And I can't wait to see more. I really can't. So the next thing I have here are some trailers. So the first trailer I have here is called Bad Batch. This one has Keanu Reeves in it. Um, actually, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, is that Keanu Reeves? I was like, that is Keanu Reeves. Oh, look at that. All right, my good dude out there doing more movies. That's what's up. But I have to say, unfortunately, thumbs middle. Actually, three quarters way down, to be honest. This trailer didn't really excite me, to be honest. It it, it worked away. It, it, it wasn't the best trailer in the world. It had things. It had action. It really didn't feel like much will happen, but if they improve the trailers, then it could be a better, better experience for me. But so far, when I see this, this trailer, I don't know what's really happening. And it looks like she's being cut up into pieces because I think they cut her leg and they cut her arm off. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not really sure what's exactly going on. So it's right now I'm confused. And unfortunately, that confusion is going to make me give this a, a poor grade. Hopefully, the next trailers will be uh, will show actually more of the actual um, story, the plot, and then I'll be like, "All right, we could take on some more of this." But for now, it just it, it confused me, and I, I really didn't know what's going on. So, thumbs three quarters away from me. The next trailer I have here is the Circle. There's a new trailer for the Circle. So, the first trailer gave you a little bit of story. This one it gave you a little bit more. I guess say a thumbs up for this one, to be honest. You see you see more and more as the trails progress that Tom Hanks looks like he's gonna be the main villain of sorts. Um, or kind of like the the Yeah, you can say main villain. I guess you can. But yeah, you can see him and he's really pushing um, the character and you could tell that he it's like a Snowden kind of feel and vibe of it where they really want to know everything that happens in your life. So for me, this looks like it will be a quite a good movie. I, I can't wait to see it, to be honest. Um, from this, this trail alone, I was like, 
yeah, I kind of want to see it tomorrow. If you if this came on theaters tomorrow, I'd be the first one in line. Like, let's go see this. I, I really want to see exactly what they pull off in this movie. It could be a little cheesy, but from the trails alone, you could tell that Tom Cruise is acting his butt off, and you know that this is a role that he hasn't played too often, which is like the on the batter side of things where, well, actually not batter side, more of the evil side. Evil is kind of hard to, to say as well. The non-good side. So you could tell that this is going to be a good movie and I really can't wait. I really can't wait for it all. So now thumbs up, thumbs down is over. My next section here, which is a section I kind of like. Um, I've been going up for a couple weeks now. It's called If I Could Change It. So I normally pick a movie where I change it around that's came out the last past week um i'm gonna try to keep that going for as long as possible if i can't find a movie i would like to change that week i'll probably pick a movie from the from older time period but so far every week i've had a movie where i could think of something to make it better so this one is for john wick chapter two so spoiler alert i'm gonna talk quite a bit about this movie um if you don't want to hear it you can come back in the next three to four minutes. I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible because I, I know folks like to hear a little bit more about other things besides, you know, me switching around movies and whatnot. And spoilers are never exactly fun. But I've been trying to warn you. So, spoiler alert, again. Spoiler alert. I'm going to give you five more seconds and then I'm going to go right into it. So, all right. Five. Four. Three. Two and one. All right. So you've been warned. I'm talk a lot of things about John Wick Chapter Two. So for me, if I could change this movie around, I would take out the first ten minutes where he's actually going for his car and getting it. Um, that scene there was cool, but at the same time, it felt like it was a wasted scene for me. Um, the whole premise of the movie is him doing the marker, which is from one of the Italian. Um, bosses, I believe it was. I was trying to figure out for the whole movie. But I think he was one of the talent bosses that gave a marker that was connected to how he got out of the whole assassin life, which kind of dampens your mood on the actual first movie because the first movie, you're like, oh, he's a badass, da-da-da-da. And then now you have it where, oh, he had a marker, so that kind of helped him out as well. If they took out the whole marker scene... That's fine with me, because that'll make it a whole better movie for me. And the fact that the first 10 minutes he's showing off his action skills and getting his car back was cool. And you kind of shoehorn um, John Leguizamo into the movie for like a couple seconds. You know, I'll take your car and fix it. Uh, I guess. I guess it's fine. They, what they should have done instead, though, was make the cars, um, get him, him getting the car back, make that for the whole entire movie. I'm okay with that scenario because the, the, hear me out, hear me out. Um, what was in the car was a, a birthday card from his wife. Of course it goes back to the wife again. It's all right. If you hit the same well, just because when it comes down to it, that's his driving force. His driving force is for his wife and trying to keep her memory going. That's the whole driving force for it. So if they had it where, He's trying to get his, um, John Wick was trying to get his car back the whole entire movie. So hitting various, um, warehouses here and there, 
he's trying to find his car. Everyone's saying, it's not here, it's not here, it's not here. And then finally, like, one or two other guys are like, oh, it's actually in Rome. And then he takes him to Rome, continue the whole story with um, him trying to go in Rome, get the cars. You put in um, Common's character there. You could put him as a boss. You really could. And then have where they fight it out. And then when he eventually kills him, you're like, oh, your car is in this warehouse, whatever. Have fun. They're coming. For, they, they know you're coming for it. So it's like, all right, bet. So you have it where he's doing a whole lot of action, fight, 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 scene, 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 and then eventually get his car back. And the last boss there is going to be like, what's so important about this gosh dang car? And you're like, and he's going to the glove compartment, and he's like, boom, letter from the wife. But like, oh, take us back to the wife. It's like, yep, the wife is the driving force. And it just makes it a whole lot better movie. When it comes down to it, the whole plot of him doing a marker and then the guy double crosses him, you saw it coming. Because, like, you can't trust this dude. He blew your house up. So you really know you can't trust the dude. So you're going to do the marker. He's going to double cross you. And then you spend the whole movie trying to kill him. And they get excommunicated from the, the whole assassin life, which... I guess it's okay, but now it's like, bruh, there's so many people trying to fight and kill you now. It's just, it, it brings it to too high of a stakes, and now you have $14 million on your head, which, bad enough, every person you ran into was an assassin, which I didn't like that part there. It did take that part out and make it where there's only a handful of assassins, that'd be great, because now there's way too many assassins for John Wick to actually kill somebody and not die or not make it look very cheesy or campy because now that everyone's assassin that you've run into, how long do you think you will be able to survive and not get killed? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why I change. If I could change this movie to make it a whole lot better, I would say take out the first 10 minutes for a whole Russian people and Kim getting his car back. Make the whole movie into him getting his car back and trying to go to each and every warehouse to get his car and not find it until maybe three quarters of the way in the movie and he added more stuff from there. And you could kind of go with the whole action scenes from John Wick 2, piece it in there, but not make it where he's doing it for the marker, make it where he's doing it for the car instead. So that's my thoughts. Um, let me know what you thought about it. For me, I think that will be the best thing for John Wick will be keeping it towards you're doing it for your wife and that was the memento and the car is pretty fly so i'm like i can understand why you want the car because it's a pretty fly car and especially that you had those flashbacks with you trying to you with your wife and the car i'll be all right the car has some sentimental value so it'll be instead of the dog it'll be the car this time which is fine with me as long as that's the only two things you're actually worried about and that's be it but yeah that's why I was changed. Um, and, you know, it should be cool. So, the things that actually came out this week in the come to theater section is John Wick 2, as I mentioned, Fifty Shades Darker, and the Lego Batman movie. So, if I had to choose between these three movies, what, what, what I would rank them in, I'll probably do John Wick 2 as number one, then Lego Batman movie as number two, and then Fifty Shades Darker as number three. I've already seen John Wick 2 and the Lego Batman movie, but I can tell that Fifty Shades will be on the bottom of the list just because the other two movies are a lot better than this one. Um, 
So if I said to go watch any movies, it will be John Wick 2, then Lego Batman, and then if you need to, Fifty Shades Darker. That's if you really want to. But yeah, that's my decision on those three movies and what order you should see them in. And with that being said, this is actually the end of the podcast. So you can find us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr, iTunes, at Bring On or bring on the reviews and you can find us on twitter at bring on reviews know the that one use the hashtag bring on reviews for any comments personal reviews and suggestions you might have you can also email us at bring on reviews at gmail.com for any questions and inquiries as well you can even visit the website which is www.bringonreviews.com and you can see any movie reviews trailers and even this podcast as well you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Snapchat, and Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight and C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. And you can email me at dc at bringonreviews.com. And we we'll catch your viewers next time. Peace.